Hello, everybody. <laughs> nope. <laughs> You're going to keep that? I don't want you to keep that. No, you have to. And then let's just do it again. I think it might be the whiskey. Let's try that again. Hi, everybody. Oh, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't like these beginnings because I feel like it's unprofessional. I know. And here people I am. Live for it. Doing people it. live for it. Well, people just start their podcast laughing and you're just like, oh, grow up. Do the show already. And then here we are just oh, like that's dying. Oh, thing. Oh, I my do. Gosh, that is no. what I think. I oh, know. my gosh. And then Marianne. here I am being this person. So like, much judgment. Oh, so much judgment. Yeah. Dude, if they're not having fun, this show's probably not going like, to be fun. I clicked but if on they're you. already laughing, you know the show gonna be good. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where two unlikely gore hounds delve into our horror movie notebook from college, in which we meticulously kept track of every film we watched in the horror movie section of our local video store in our quest to learn how to survive and to ensure we end up as, as the, the final, final girl. girl. Join Julia and Marion as we revisit the classic and obscure horror VHS we viewed and logged in our notebook, breaking each movie down one by one, speaking out over all the ghastly minutia, and ultimately illuminating the path to survival. Ooh. All right, take two. Ready? Yeah. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, guys? Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. I'm Marion. I'm Julia. Uh, this is episode number 63, titled Wake Up Sucker. We're talking about 1978's Dawn of the Motherfucking Dead. Yep. Written and directed by George Romero. This movie's so good. It's so crazy that this is 10 years between yeah. night and this, and it just feels like way more than a decade, like yeah. both in the way the movie is and the fact that it's in color and like the sort of underlying themes of the movie and yet still zombies. And we're calling them zombies. Now we're calling them zombies. Now he calling like them zombies. bowed to the fans and yeah. he's like, okay, They're I guess zombies. we're zombies. They are. Uh, so they made this movie for $650,000. That it? Wow. Made How do you get a mall for $650,000? Okay. They shot like at night while it was closed. Ah, uh-huh. ha, Okay. Uh, and then they made $55 million, <laughs> as it should. Yeah, no. Um, this is great because this is like the horror hound dream mashup because you have uh, George Romero and Dario Argento yeah. together at last uh-huh. uh, and Goblin doing their awesome yeah, score. Which is uh, awesome. And there's so there's a bunch of different cuts of this, mainly because part of like the, the deal was Argento got to do like a different cut of it. For, Wait, he got to do a cut of it? Because mm-hmm. I thought Romero was the editor for it. Yes. Of it. Rather. But for the like European version, there's oh. like a different, so there's lots of different versions. Hmm. So find them all, watch yeah. them all, see <laughs> what the differences are. I suppose there's also probably like a lot of variations in like the gortastic yeah. element of this film because it's, there's lots of looking away for Marion on this one. And, um. and I'm just the opposite. The gore <laughs> hound in me says, show me everything. I want to see all of it. Don't cut a second out. Yeah. All the guts, please. In, uh, but I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure there's a worse version than the one I saw. Probably. Um, so the beginning of this movie, I oh, I do what I do really enjoy about this movie is kind of tonally and sort of what we want you to focus on. It's all over the place. Mm-hmm. There's like the social themes and we'll get into that later. But I really like that the beginning of this movie just starts in chaos. Yeah. And I think that's fantastic. I think anything where it's like sort of you're dealing with like the apocalypse and what people are doing. I feel like they always do like they wake up and it's a beautiful day right. and they have breakfast and dad comes down and there's the dog and all this kind of stuff. And this beginning of this movie is just at a news station. It's crazy. Like, Apocalypse is in full effect. It's been going on for a couple of weeks. There's, like, the crew's leaving. They're trying to do a show. People are yelling. Like, right. people are making their own plans. Like, they've got, like, these sort of experts that are, like, just screaming at, like, the newscaster. Like, this is what you need to do. Nobody's listening to me. Yeah, I, I feel <clears> like it, it, like, for me, like, it, it, it feels like 
a direct like kind of like Karate Kid 2 where just like mm-hmm. from one movie to the next movie we're just going from one to the other yeah. it's like you have Night of the Living Dead which mm-hmm. ends with it kind of begin we're start it's beginning yeah and now it's like okay now it's like now we're in full effect and then yeah. you have day afterwards day mm-hmm. of the dead which is like okay now here's kind of the aftermath of what happens after right. so it's a continuous series which, which I, I really really love and I like that sort of that hit Romero's kind of version of what's interesting about this because it's all sort of essentially the same zombies and blah 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 but like no one's really interested in like how it came to be mm-hmm. not so much the rules not so much any no, that. but they do talk about it. i mean that's uh, what the that's what they're arguing about on television and the guy saying like the people you kill get up and kill and they right. say you have to s- but sever the characters the brain. are not interested in figuring out what right. the rules are the characters are just sort of thrust into i feel like he messes about more with like the timeline of things mm-hmm. like where in the timeline of the so you sort of the sort of you know big graph of like the zombie apocalypse and it like each film just like has a different pinpoint like a uh-huh. different you know like that's where we're in this one we're in this part we're this, in- this is why he's the master because yeah. like the for me like and what i think what, what why romero's zombie films are so great is like the thing that's most interesting is how people react totally to it. Mm-hmm. the zombies are great and show me some gore but mm-hmm. how do people how do you deal with this yeah. like in a real way and yeah. he really gets into that and it's yeah. luscious especially like in the i think in the chaotic element because this beginning of this part two it almost feels like you, I, I and i thought about this too when i was watching again you're like wait, is this the beginning of the movie? Because it feels like the movie already started. Yeah. So when you see the first frame, you're like, oh, is this the, is this the right thing? Because it's it has that kind of documentary feel where people are talking over each other. It's not clear who the main characters are at first because it's just a lot of different people screaming and a lot of different... So I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do meet Stephen and Francine mm-hmm. who work at the news station. And Stephen's like the air traffic reporter on air reporter whatever he can fly a helicopter so good for him that's helpful in the apocalypse um (laughs) but basically they're privately making their own plans we're like she's trying to kind of help keep keep the show going and he's like the roof tonight you and i we're doing it tell no one like they're just kind of privately making their own plans which you know all the other characters are also doing but there's just so much chaos that you can't really tell Mm -hmm. in the beginning and i i think that's really cool yeah and so then we uh head to a Totally separate like yes. scene where there's a SWAT team coming in to an apartment building mm-hmm. where they've heard there's some sort of like they're defiant. I feel like there are those people because they've been sort of in the news station sort of saying like this is what you need to do with your dead people like you know if someone's died in your yeah. building put them outside blah 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 and I got the impression that this sort of like housing project was like defying the orders of that right. where they were keeping all their dead people like in a basement right. and so they send the SWAT team but then the people in the housing project they come out with guns and then the SWAT team totally overreact can i can i back up for one second let's talk let's talk about this this martial law thing which they mentioned yes which is where they say that you're not allowed to stay in a private res- residence right that you have to go to the cent- city center right. to go to these like centers that they set up which mm-hmm. they say you know, Fran, Fran is freaking out because the, the, a lot of them are closed or they're overwhelmed and they're right. sending people there and they're gonna get killed um it's a terrible idea like i yeah. feel like if there was like martial law like that where they're like go to this center and do this thing i'd be like Fuck you. No, yeah. there's But that's no precisely way. what this happened in yes. the beginning of this movie. So you're in the housing project where you're like, fuck you. Yeah. Also, you have guns. Because I'm just going to get killed on the way there or while I'm there. So right. it's just, you know. Yeah. I feel like that they're providing like secure buses and like we also all get our own guns and like this kind of situation. Great. Otherwise, like I'm not getting in the back of your truck. Like this just seems like trouble. I get it from their point of view where I think they really want to separate the living from the dead. Right. And they don't know who's alive and they don't know who's dead. It's like chaos reigns and it turns into what the zombie apocalypse always turns into, which is every man 
for himself. Sure. And so I feel like this is their idea of trying to like stop that. Mm-hmm. But human nature being what it is, you're going to have a whole group of people who are like, I'm not going anywhere with you. Like, right. I got it's my family. I'm going to have my own plan. And so, yeah, that's precisely what happened. So it's like gunshots erupt and it's just total chaos. And we meet Roger. We meet Roger. Uh, who is there with his his a little nervous blonde guy who gets yeah. shot in the forehead just so fast immediately. And you're like, see a nervous blonde guy. Oh, poor nervous blonde guy. Yeah. Um, and so they go in and he has a colleague who's going bananas and wants to he's very racist super racist like the most racist things came out of this guy's mouth and i was like i hope this guy's going down in like two seconds and he immediately does of course he goes bananas and roger tries to tries to like quell him and he can't and so a mysterious figure in a gas mask it's a solid entrance it's a good entrance Mm -hmm. just shoots him yeah we're like hey how's it going and then just backs away out of the scene (laughs) you're like yep Batman style. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's cool. This is Peter, who's played by Ken Foray. Ken Foray. Yay. Can we tell him the fun fact? I mean, might as well. Uh, I used to be Ken Foray's assistant. That was what? a thing. That's true. Mm-hmm. I met him at a barbecue. And, yeah. uh, as you do, because you're Julia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I fucking love you. You're Ken Foray. Oh, my God. And, yeah. he was, and I was like, uh, he was like, I need an assistant. And I'm like, I'm in. Done. Done so, and done. There you go. Um, yeah. And I mean, he plays Peter. And again, Peter's... He's- Great. You know, much like the lead from The Night of the Living Dead is like the resident badass who's just like taking care of business. Like, and it's great because I I think his performance is interesting where there's obviously a thing where he's, he talks about that, you know, he has brothers that he's lost and, you know, this kind of thing where he has, you know, this is obviously kind of emotionally affecting him where he's not like, whatever, life, death, indifference. But he's just this, the stoicism, like, just is the whole thing kind of in this movie where he's like, all right, this is this is what's going on, and we just got to deal with it. And he doesn't seem to really go full. I mean, sort of later it get pushes the boundary of a little bit, but like he doesn't really get hysterical. Like he doesn't really lose. No, his but shit. we we do have you know they go in. They, they there's the shit show in the apartment building, yeah. and there's they find the first zombies, and there's the blonde other blonde guy who shoots himself in the face, right. and there's so they finally realize there's a there's priest, the headshot one, the headshot, and there's mm-hmm. a a one legged priest who comes and tells them like mm-hmm. everybody's in the basement, so yeah. they like better go down to the basement, so they go down there and Ken Frey comes in, Peter comes in and just methodically shoots every single person. And you like ever, and they show like all of them. Yes. I mean, there's so many shots to the head. There's a lot of shots to the head in this movie. Yeah. So many shots to the head in this zombie thing. And he, but it's, but, but it's him with tears rolling down his face. Yes. But it's like stoic tears rolling right. down. You know, there's not, it's not like hysterical tears. It's like face where it like, it hurts. It hurts so much, but it hurts in the eyes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, but he's it's, that guy. It's nice that they, that they kind of like make him cry so early. Yeah. So like, like, because he's so big and he's so like foreboding looking, yeah. but you know, he's very handsome, but he's mm-hmm. very like a large guy. Yeah. And they make a lot of fun of the height difference between the Roger's leads. a smaller Roger's guy. Roger's very small. Mm-hmm. But to show him crying that like, yeah. oh, like this is affecting him. He's not just some like stonewall cop who doesn't feel anything. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. And yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's an empathetic performance, but I just, I do kind of like that it's sort of like he's sort of. I don't know, just kind of like he's sort of like the North Star in this thing where you're just kind of following him the whole time. And yeah, it does affect him, whatever. But you feel like if when that guy gives up, you're done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas some of the other characters, you kind of feel like, oh, okay, at some point they're going to crack. Like that's not sustainable. And he feels like a very sustainable character. And I really like that as a lead. Yeah, it's true. And I like that they have Roger and Peter be cops who are totally like, we're out. Yeah. Like they're done. I mean, they're going to like do the, the do the raid tonight. But then they, yeah, Roger mentions that he's friends with Stephen. He's like, hey, my friend's got this helicopter. He's leaving tonight. Like, you want to go with me? And he's like, yeah, all right. Like, yeah, that's, that sounds like a good and idea. They basically, just met and then, yeah. but decide like to go. And they, I love the scene. They run into some of the other cops who yeah. are there. Like, are you guys leaving? Well, are you guys leaving? Well, uh, 
Uh, you got any cigarettes? And, <laughs> and then both Roger and friends say no. Uh-huh. And then they leave. And yeah. then they totally take out their cigarettes. And yeah. it's like they totally had them. And but, they were like, not giving them to you, though. But I, and I also like that they're sort of, they kind of meet over by the helicopter. And it's like, are they going to steal their helicopter from us? Right. Like, there's a lot of sort of sussing each other out. Yeah. Like, are you cool? I'm pretty cool. Are you going to be cool about this? Uh-huh. And then, like, they escape on a boat. And we never see them again. Um, so, yeah. So we had sort of have our foursome that escape up into the helicopter. And there's a nice scene between Fran and Peter in the back mm-hmm. where they kind of, because he's like, I just want to know who everybody is. Yes, I which I enjoy that. Is. Yeah, where it's basically just like a small talk, yeah. but it's just like so I can know what your deal is. Yeah, like, this is your guy. Okay, mm, got okay. that. I know. know. I like how he has that. He's like, so you're with him? It's like, yep. Okay, cool. Just want to just check it out. And yeah. I was like, go, good to know. Get out of the way. Yeah. And now we can go. But they don't really have a plan. <clears throat> no. They have a helicopter. But they're going to run out of gas. And they know they need more gas. So basically they fly all night until the next morning. And then they pass over a group of soldiers and civilians who are having a ball. Do you know where they fucking are? They're in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, home of my mom. Oh, really? That's, oh, that's my mom's hometown. That's interesting. Also my friend Matt. Oh, okay. Both from Johnstown. Really? Um, yeah. That's funny. Do you know they're from no, the same downtown? I didn't know they that. totally are. Yeah, and that's funny because they say in the movie they're like, "Oh, there's a bunch like of hicks. Johntown rednecks are having a blast," <laughs> and those really are just like Johnstown rednecks. Yeah, they cut just, to them. Re- yeah, just oh. having a blast. It's like they're having a party. There's like smoking and Beer. drinking, He's and they're all basically hanging out. Fire, right? That's the friend. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Just checking in. Yeah, <laughs> full body burn. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I feel like there. It's sort of this other, and this movie kind of does this a lot, where you know it has sort of like our main four. And their situation is very sort of like, for the most part, it it moves around a little bit, but it's like kind of treated in the early part of this film as sort of like very dire, like, okay, well, maybe we're going to go to Canada or maybe we're going to do this or maybe. And then it's like cut to how other people are treating the zombie apocalypse. And it's a big party. It's just basically people like hanging out. And when they start seeing in an open field by like some, you know, farmhouses, and when they see zombies come towards them, like they each take turns taking shots at them and then keep drinking and carrying on. It's just like, oh, no rules. We don't have to go to work anymore. Money doesn't matter. Yay. You know, just. They're fine with it, you know. Cut to our foursome in the helicopter. We're like, oh shit, we're running out of fuel. What are we going to do, you know? <laughs> so they land um, at a random gas station, a uh, state-run mm-hmm. gas station where they, they can fill up. Yeah. And then, of course, horror movie survival guide tip. They fucking split up. Don't split up in so the zombie stupid. apocalypse ever, ever, ever. Like, take, like, Peter, come on, Peter. Yeah. Like, what take you? someone to the bathroom with you. Yeah. Like, this is basic stuff. So they split up. And, of course, each of them finds a zombie yeah. in a different place. We mm-hmm. have the delightful head chopped off by the helicopter. <laughs> helicopter zombie. That guy's great. <laughs> um, great. And then the uh, kid zombies. Two kid do- zombies. Two kid zombies. Yeah, which who attack Peter, Peter. Attack Peter. And the only zombies in the George Romero uh, trilogy to uh-huh. run. Good call. They, they run. do run. Ha-ha-ha. So I guess kid zombies can run. I guess kid zombies can run. Well, sure. It was a short distance. They like ran across the room. But basically he flings them off and he shoots them oh, to yeah. death. And then definitely has that moment of like, I just shot two little kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, zombie kids, but still like, that's going to hurt. That's going to leave a mark. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bad it's a bad it's, day. It's tough. Um, and then meanwhile, you also kind of established that Steven is sort of the character where he wants desperately to be as badass as yeah. Roger and Peter. And he's got his like stupid cool jacket on, which feels like a department store cool jacket, mm-hmm. not a lived in earned cool jacket. Yeah. Um, and so he sees the zombies around Peter and he points his gun at him, but like he points it where Peter's like in the line of fire mm-hmm. and Peter has to duck and he shoots, but he misses like he's a terrible shot. And so later Roger and Peter get super mad at him where they're like, you can't help to stop helping. Don't try well, and help. Because like, Peter, sh- he aims his gun at him. Yeah. And he was like, hey, scary isn't it yeah you're like don't fucking do that no it's no good you love peter because peter's just like hey 
Fuck you. Lesson learned. All hey, right. Let's do this. Come yeah. on. Let's be adult people. Um, and this is also where we see kind of zombies in all their full glory. Um, and the look of them, mm-hmm. I understand Tom Savini um, did the makeup for them. It was meant to be gray. Yes. And I feel like sometimes they came off gray. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's- they come off blue and green. Yes. Which is a bit funny. Yeah, I, I think say. I'm sure Tom Savini is not happy with that. <laughs> The finest. I mean, it makes it look slightly goofy. It does make it look goofy. Yeah, because so, they basically have all blue faces and sometimes green faces, and sometimes they depending are. Depending on the lighting, though, too. I feel like sometimes if the lighting's not right and right. the colorist didn't do what they needed to do it later, sometimes it's really hard. It's true, and I don't. And who knows so who what knows they look what like in real look life? Like, that's totally. what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's you know, and you've got zombies inside, outside, daytime, nighttime. Right, and, and the, the last zombies, one was in black and white, so like this yeah. is a whole different ball of wax. And also, you have people of like all ethnic groups playing zombies, so it's like oh, one yeah, to work on one, and it's not going to work on the mm-hmm. other, and you know. And, but obviously, they made up like hundreds of people, so like yeah. Um, but when you kind of first see them, especially like helicopter zombie, I thought looked amazing. You know, gets his head chopped or top of his head chopped off. Well done to the actor for having balls of steel. Yeah, I was like, wow, you're just going to put your head right, okay. right there. All right, there we go. Um, but yeah, his face is blue, and yeah. so. I feel like sometimes if people see stills of this film before they see this film, they're like, that's ridiculous. Like, because they're used don't to judge like, it. Don't I know, judge it by that. I know. It's so good. I know. Uh, um, so they finally, they're flying around. They don't know where to go. Fran's pushing for Canada. They're not really having it. So they And decide, also, like, they're like, we're probably not going to make it to Canada. Yeah, like, the, how many fuel stops do we have to make to get there? Right. Pennsylvania to Canada, eh, kind of far. Seems a good distance. Uh, so they just, they find this large building mm-hmm. that looks quite what deserted. Is that? What is it? It is the Monroeville Mall, mm-hmm. which is still, still there. Yep. Uh, which which they decide would be a good place. And I agree. Yeah. It's a fucking great idea. Yeah. It I mean, is surrounded by zombies. It is surrounded by zombies. Um, and they land. And then they sort of have this kind of thing where, you know, Francine not only doesn't want to stay, but also like, so what? We're just going to... Because I think there's sort of this adjustment that some characters make more easily than other characters about like, wait, we just take whatever we want? Like, right. I don't understand. And that's when Peter says this thing, wake up, sucker. We're thieves and we're bad guys. That's exactly what we are. Meaning like, if you want to survive, like all bets are off. Like you got to take what you can get when yeah. you can get it. Like it's no, but it, you know, it's so great because they, and you know, if you look at it from a certain angle, they are the bad guys because they're cops that, that they left, they yeah. ran. Mm-hmm. And so like, they're not, they didn't stand up and have told their duties like they're supposed to. Yeah. And now they've turned into the thieves that they used to right. shoot. Because, you know, like, there's no difference basically. The, now they've crossed that line. Correct. And like once the zombie apocalypse comes, like, good guys, bad guys kind of doesn't exist anymore because the zombies are potentially the bad guys, but like within the humans, everybody's kind of a bad guy now. Right. Yeah. And I think also too, that's also an interesting thing that this movie definitely asks. And I think the movies that are the movies or TV shows that do zombies, uh, hit on quite often is like where's everyone's line mm-hmm. like where's where's your line in the sand like mm-hmm. okay so this is new world order like what is okay what is not okay is it the kind of thing where everything's okay and then also if that's the deal like do you want to hang out with those people is that not more scary than maybe being by yourself in zombies like because sure, you don't out. really know who you are in that situation mm-hmm. like i could be a completely different person in that yeah. situation and like but you rapidly find out you do mm-hmm. um so they if i find this sweet cozy kind of yeah hole at it <laughs> Thing. And they bust in, and that's when they see that there are also still a lot of zombies in the mall. Right. Like they've died and then have come back to the mall. Like they didn't die at the mall. Right. Like they came back to the mall. And Stephen has this, Francine wonders why all the zombies are at the mall. And Stephen has this funny line where he was like, Well, 
this was an important place in their lives. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And the, it's kind of that begins the sort of idea that they have about not only do that they exploit, but this idea of like commercialism, Consumerism. like the Yeah, it's like the undead being surrounded by all this materialistic stuff. And like, that's more so important to them that even in death, they go back and they want to hang out at the mall and uh, buy stuff. Can I just say that I really, really, really want to go to the Brown Derby Brown Derby Steakery and yeah. Love Pub. <laughs> Love Pub. That sounds like the best place from 1976. Yeah, in a mall in Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah, <sighs> yes, please. That's yeah. like my dreams. Yeah, there's there's some good. That also like at a really expansive gun shop within yeah. the mall, which comes in helpful, and a very large pennies mm-hmm. and JC pennies. Just a penny. Just a oh, penny. Pennies. Yeah. Pennies. Wow. Yeah, that's the big yeah. department store in the small. Um, it's it's great though because it really has everything you need. It has everything you need. Like yeah. and you have keys. Like the the I mean the only I feel like. You know, a lot of their problems because things are going to go kind of awry. It's like the splitting up and the keeping information and like they're not treating Fran like she should be treated. And she finally is like... No, Listen. you're going to tell me everything. You're yeah, gonna because they start to... they start breaking off and like, oh, they're going to go turn on the power. Oh, they're... but they always make Fran stay. Right, and like, then at some on... point, and then she's they, like, they don't leave her. Like the first time, they don't give her a gun, and then like the Hari Krishna zombie comes up and starts yep. to get her, and yeah. she's like, That's Hari him. Krishna zombie. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> this movie also has a lot of fun with like like one of every kind zombie, yeah. where there's like a nun zombie, mm-hmm. and there's like you know cool seventy guy zombies, and like just like every kind cowboy. of zombie, even, like cowboy zombies, like housewives dragging toes. Posters, totally like, zombie everything. like just all all kinds of zombies um so she says like you're never gonna leave me again without a gun you're gonna teach me how to fly the helicopter because if you die like steven dies yeah then who's gonna do it yeah and so and i love that she lays down the laws like no no there's four of us yeah like don't treat me less because i'm a lady but um, i like that she gets there like i like that she's not that early days because that's sometimes my conflict that i have with like them trying to uh sort of do female characters in these movies where they make them instantly badass right. you know in order to purposely subvert the stereotype sure. so they're just like oh they're instantly and i'm like this lady doesn't know of course she doesn't know how to fly a helicopter or shoot a gun like that has never come up so like yeah. give her a day or so and then she's like oh right i need to understand all of these things okay yes 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 like to me that feels mo- far more realistic you know sure and i love that she doesn't she doesn't ever scream no mm-mm. she never does it's true and it's so great and I, I know that the actress said to Romero's like I don't want to be that girl yeah. I don't want to be that screaming cowering girl Good like I want to be the girl who's gonna like get shit done mm-hmm. so at the same time it comes up that oh she happens way, to be yeah. four months pregnant um and which I, Peter's I, like <laughs> doesn't change a thing uh but I like that ever the boys just have this moment where they're like oh <sighs> Really? Things just got a little more complicated. A little more complicated. And then, I don't know if you saw this. I don't know if it was in your version. But in okay. my version, they're like, uh, so are you going to get rid of it or what? And then Peter's Peter like. Peter offers to get I rid can, of it. I can do it. How do you know how to do that, SWAT man Peter? Like, What the hell? Casually know how to do an abortion? Like, no, you don't. No. Like, I I don't, you know, things you probably don't casually know how to do. He casually knew how to, and he just offered it. Like he dropped it where he's like, well, but if you need it, if you need it, just, it's always here. The door is always open, so to speak. Um, Yeah. And we were like, and they were like, we're good. Well, no, Thanks. We're, 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 we're okay. I think, I think we'll just, we'll just keep going. But that's just the... like another layer to Peter's character. We're like, wow. Damn, Peter. That was one line and you just made me change your whole character. Yeah. You're like, huh. You've seen some 
Yeah, you have to do some stuff. Um, I also like how they, too, the more that they spend time in the mall, because I think initially it was this idea of, like, we're going to run in, grab a whole bunch of stuff, shove it in our helicopter, and off we go. And then they're like, it's pretty sweet. Let's hang out. I mean, and I, the, the whole top thing is just full of, like, survival yeah. supplies anyway. So I also like how they kind of get hypnotized by the mall. Yeah. The more time they start spending there, they start laughing. They start having a good time. They, they change their, their outfits. They have their romp their through romp, the mall. They have the cute, the fun, like, slide down on, you know, two escalators that are side by side, and that guy slides down Roger slides down in between them. And you could see how, and the, this, you know, there's uh, there's several other, you know, movies that have done this night of the comet and whatnot where you have these like, all right, well, the mall's open. I guess we can do anything. And like, well it, it kind of like gets your mind off of things yeah. for a while. It feels like a little therapy for them, you know, where there's just like, we. Peter wears a sweet fur coat for a while. He does. Yeah, he also wears that yellow, like, uh, you know, kind of. Well, it's not, it's kind of like a tank top sort of thing, but yeah. it's like, yeah, where he's like super muscled out. He's got some guns showing off the guns um and i also like too that you start to see to see the beginning of um eventually what's going to be roger's downfall where he starts getting so into this like survival thing that he starts getting reckless right. and it starts becoming i feel like you also got to be careful of this guy where if zombies are killing zombies and surviving is too much fun yeah that guy's gonna take you down i feel like that's a good horror movie survival guy tip where like i think you want to be around like the peters of the world right. but the guys that you know are good at surviving but enjoy Enjoy it way too much. That guy eventually is going to go down the path of madness and take you with him. What about like Woody Harrelson in Zombieland, though? He he's kind of way into it, but then he kind of like brings joy for everybody. Yeah, but that's the thing is like I feel like you got to hold a line, you oh. know, because I feel like I think Woody Harrelson would kind of freak me out a little bit. It's yeah. like you enjoy it a little too much. I'd rather be with Ken Foray than Woody Harrelson. Well, hell yeah. I mean, so this this truck plan, yeah, is a, is a, is a shitty plan. It's let's, not a good let's plan. Let's just say that, I especially just... with the Rogers' current state of mind, it's a bad plan. Yeah. Uh, so that, you know, different trucks switching to block between, the entrances, to block the entrances, but they don't like pull in front of the doors. Really, right. They leave a space, which is a bad idea. It's yeah. just, and Roger's Having getting way too much too fun, excited. too He's, excited. We got it by the ass. And it's like, he, you know, yeah, we got this thing by the ass. He says that. And I was like, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. And I was I like, watch this one, huh? It's yeah. so good. <laughs> it's really, it's something. Um, you're like, all right, Roger. Um, but yeah, he starts getting really reckless and he forgets a bag in one truck when he and Ken Frey are in the other truck. And he's like, all right, you need to calm down, man. You need to get like get your shit together. Yeah, because like, he's like, it's not just your life, it's my life. Correct. And that's the thing where you're like, all right, uh, calm down, Rambo. And so he runs back to go get the bag and, of course, gets bitten pretty the badly. The bag twice. is the downfall. Yeah. What is in that fucking bag that he needs so much? What could Gun it be? Stuff. More gu- I don't know. But he felt like they had to go back for it. Gets so they do. Real gnarly. Yeah, it is pretty gnarly. And sort of the, and the rules and and kind of this version of it, it's not it's not like the sort of the virus thing where like it then it immediately turns you into one. But Peter says that he has seen other people be bitten, and it's just like it's not a wound you come back from. So it is kind of a virus, and they do kind of float that idea that's possible. That's like yeah, it, it does make you sicker and sicker and sicker until you eventually die and turn into a zombie. So well, or is it just the thing too that like he was bitten in such a way that like there's no way like they have a bunch of morphine which Fran keeps giving him, but like maybe it's Where just like a mall. S- are they getting morphine? There must be a. I know, but maybe, yeah, she's probably a pharmacy, but maybe it's just like a sepsis thing where like, because Mm. I mean, it's like chunks taken out of you. And if that's not like, I mean, you could morphine somebody as much as you want, but like, they're probably going to, it's going to get infected and you're probably going to die from that. Like, unless you take care of it. But Roger sticks around for quite a while. He does. And they like take him on more adventures. And that little wagon thing. And they like pushing him in the wagon and they decide to like, there's like a car in the mall, which of course they drive in the mall Uh uh, in all of their sweet clothes and stuff. And yeah, they, and they also have that kind of the bit too where um 
much like in the original Night of the Living Dead, these zombies are also afraid of fire because mm-hmm. they have flares and they use flares to kind of like separate the zombies away from them so they don't have to keep wasting bullets like, you know, killing There's a lot of zombies. punching zombies as There's well. There's a lot of punching zombies. There's uh, the screwdriver and shoving. The There's a fair amount of shoving yeah. the zombie away from you. Just, just shove it. Because, yeah, because it's Romero style where they're not running. They're just kind of like ambling up towards you. So you just kind of, yeah, just keep shoving, shoulder shoving, checking, checking zombies, football style. Um, yeah, because they make this, they uh, they get a TV, which Steven becomes kind of obsessed with turning on all the time. Right. And they start having this kind of interesting dynamic where like Steven is really into whatever program is still occasionally on the air. He wants to get as much information as possible. So he's like glued to the TV at all times. And it irritates the hell out of everyone else where they're like, forget it, man. It's like, done. It's done. Like all of that, getting the information from the box. I feel it's like in the modern equivalent, it'd be like, put the phone away. Yeah. Put the phone away. Like, you're done with done. that. The internet's nothing. done. Yeah. Uh, like to stop refreshing your apps like it's all (laughs) i mean you can google something probably but like that's about it like they like set up the apartment like so it's like a suite like they bring up so much like furniture and like make it like a beautiful yeah apartment to live in yeah and they have fun with like the clothes there's a lot of like montages in this where Mm -hmm. it's like the getting dressed up montage like fran puts on way too much makeup montage i kind of like that yeah like they're having a good time going to get hams and food and stuff yeah like having, having a real good time um uh, can I just mention that uh, horror movie survival guide tip? Mm-hmm. Uh, they do decide to clean up as much as they can the zombies that they kill in the mall, which was very clever. Very clever because mm-hmm. you don't want them to rot there, right. and also, you know, whatever. This is where you live now. This yep. is your home. But don't put them in the fucking freezer with your food. Where they put them. That's true. I Why would you do that? I don't know. I thought the freezer was a good idea, but like the food can't stay there too. It's no. got to be. Maybe there's a, there's like multiple freezers. Like this is the zombie freezer, and okay. then this this is our food freezer. Maybe I would I, I would move the food out first, but that's just me. There's also I, I there's a lot of looking away in this movie for me, and one of the grossest things is like when they're doing that sort of initial raid where Rogers in the wagon. Um, they're trying to move him into the car because they're trying to do this clever thing where like they get most of the zombies after they've moved the bodies to be outside and they're going to close the door so like the bulk of them are outside. So really inside is like zombie free and the right. zombies can circle around as much as they like, but like they can't get in pretty much. Safe. And we've got this whole big thing place, and one of the zombies sticks the fingers in his wound Mm -hmm. couldn't hurt it couldn't look at it it seemed to go on for quite a bit listen to you talk about it (laughs) oh she looks so disgusted it's yeah oh there's so much guts eating in this movie terry i don't mind guts eating but i the idea of someone like sticking their hand like in a wound yeah Uh, like i can't and like pulling on it Mm-mm. Yeah, sorry, Tara. No, so, um, uh, uh, you know, we have Fran uh, ice skating, sadly, by herself. Yeah. They do have, like, moments of, and, like, and they where get, they're alone and they're reflecting on, like... And they it does get very self-reflective. Like, they sort of talk about, like, what does this all mean? Why did this happen? Da-da-da. And Stephen says, well, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Like, I heard that once. Maybe that's what's happening. Maybe that's what this means. And, you know, they try... They, they form a relationship as, as time goes on, um, especially because Roger gets sicker and sicker and eventually he he has that idea thing where he tells peter that like if he dies he's gonna try not to come back like I, so i'm gonna i'm gonna try and not make myself be a zombie and peter's sad. like all right buddy yeah you're like holding him you do that and like he's and roger's looking up at him and he's so sick and he's so clearly dying and he's yeah. trying like so earnestly not, and he's I'm like tr- we got him right we got him didn't yeah. we get him and it was just like yeah we got him buddy we got him and it's like I'll try not to come back jesus but um, then can freya like sit and wait for him to come back. And then he totally does come he's back. he's totally going to come back. Yeah. That makeup, however, excellent. Excellent. And I will also say to give uh, um, points to this actor, I felt like he did his coming back where there was a slight bit of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. I felt like he did it where he kind of 
sort of like, I'm a zo- am I a zombie? Am I not? Like there was a little bit of like Roger still in there mm-hmm. as opposed to total dead eyes. And then Peter has to shoot him in the head. Yeah. Um, and that's not pleasant. Uh, but the, the but sort of the, the remaining threesome, like they do kind of bond, like Peter does that cute like date night because oh, it's yeah. like flash forward like four months later and Francine's quite pregnant. Um, and so they're at like, you know, a restaurant within the mall and he like pretends to be the waiter and make a cute date night. But it the relationship between Stephen and Francine is getting fractious mm-hmm. as it goes on. Like they're not getting on as well. And again, like he's still obsessed with like the always keeping the radio on or always keeping the TV right. on. And, and she's like, turn it he off. Gives, he gives her uh, wedding wings yeah. and she's like mm, no i know she's not right like, not right now yeah. Yeah. and it's like and that's where it's like if not now then never really because yeah. this is kind of like it if you're not going to get married in that zombie apocalypse like you're probably not going to get married to that person I think it's a little do or die yeah, yeah a little bit but he does teach her to fly the helicopter in the meantime he does which is helpful and peter uh buries roger in the like garden section <laughs> of pennies like, so depressing. <laughs> that is so depressing. <laughs> don't bury me there, Julia. Please don't bury okay. me there. Okay, All I don't right. know where to leave me, but just don't bury me there. Don't bury Not, me in a mall. Like Jesus, self. Don't, Sorry. Don't bury Marion in the garden. Sorry, <laughs> like no. sometimes you, if that's where you die, and we were like running from zombies or something. I just I don't know. I'd almost rather be left than rather than be oh, buried in the mall. That's like, sad. Who? Um. But uh. So it seems like it's all going kind of rather well. But then. The motorcycle gang led Tom by Savini. Mr. Tom Savini himself, who's not bad in this movie. No. He's clearly having a good time. Um, With the, show uh, up to the, loot. The pagan motorcycle gang is yeah. the name of that gang. Is it? The, the real gang. Oh, the, oh, okay. Got it. Um, yeah. And they are, they are basically what you think, sort of like a, there are no rules, lawless, whatever. But like their looting and pillaging are to such an extent where they steal jewelry off of zombies. Yeah. So like if you were buried in all your glory, like they don't just like headshot you, move on. They headshoot you and then remove your rings and your earrings and your necklace off the zombies and then keep going. Or what like, are you gonna, wow, guys. What are you going to do with that? What are those guys going to do with jewelry? I, do, I like, know. You can't sell it on the black market anymore. Like, yeah. Are you going to wear it? I don't know. And and well, and not only that, but I what I like is that um Peter's idea when these guys show up because they've built this kind of fake wall that hides the stairwell up where they're kind of living, and his idea is like they come and he's like, you know, obviously there's a helicopter in the roof, but maybe if we don't we just aren't going to say anything, won't say boo, let them loot and pillage the mall and we won't say anything and they'll leave because none of them probably knows how to fly a helicopter, so they're not going to do anything with that, right. so then they'll just leave. And that plan would totally have worked, except for Steven's gone a little bit off his rocker and is like, it's our mall. They're taking stuff from our mall. And you're like, no, Steven, no, no, no. Uh, and again, that's where I feel like the mental faculties of people you're in the zombie yeah. apocalypse, very important. Well, very it's, crucial. it's basically like what the beginning where Steven, sh- you know, aims his gun at Peter. Yeah. It's like that kind of he's where. He's still that guy. He's still that guy. Totally. Like you had a glimpse of what you were going to get so early on. Steven, Can I mention? Steven, Steven, Steven. Tom Savini has a switchblade comb, which he combs his mustache with, I which that. I enjoy. Uh-huh. Um, the guys have uh, grenades, yeah, sledgehammers, mm-hmm. a mace, a mace. I do. And uh, Tom Savini karate kicks a zombie in yeah, the chest, sort of like a Mad Max kind uh-huh. of zombie apocalypse for them. Yeah, kind of great. That's how they're rolling. Also, um, wacky pie fight. 
Yeah. How'd you feel about that scene? I mean, yeah, they're there. And that's the thing. It's like the, this movie, when it kind of does these montages of all of them at the mall, it incorporates this mall music where it's like, we're buying things at the mall and all that kind of stuff. And then it's like back to kind of serious Dario Argento zombie apocalypse. We're in the shit now. When it comes to this motorcycle gang attacking, again, if I'm them in the mall and this motorcycle gang, you're like, oh, we're all so dead. This yeah. is so bad. But yeah, then they're having a blast. So it's like wacky music, smashing pies, like humiliating zombies before we shoot them like what but like having a lot of fun with it and again i feel like the point is supposed to be like how bad humanity can be in this situation it's it was pretty tough in that scene where i'm like this is really goofy really late in this movie i could i could kind of do without that scene to yeah. be honest i don't like, know i could tr- i could trim that bit out i could understand i understand this like they're so disrespectful to the dead they're just gonna make fun of them and put a pie in their wow, face i'm wow, like wow, it's hilarious wow. yeah but it doesn't really work also what i thought was strange was the guy and this is like the scene was unwatchable for me but what i gathered please tell me if i missed anything Uh was the guy who puts his arm in the blood pressure that's awesome the guy with the sombrero (laughs) who's like oh hey there's one of those uh like blood pressure machines you see at cvs yeah so he goes in totally surrounded by zombies sticks his arm in it and i don't know what the plan is because like obviously when it cuffs around you you're stuck in the machine so i don't know if he thinks he's just gonna shoot them or shove them until he finds out what his diastolic and systolic pressure you know like readings are but but of course he's totally overrun immediately and torn apart and they cut away from it they cut back to it they cut away from it they come back to it i really like that guy and i love that like i'm like was it suicide like you see see him go towards the machine and like stick his arm in and his friend's like hey man what are you doing and he's like oh okay and then like leaves and then he comes back and does it again and it's like he's so obsessed with it (laughs) that he's gonna die for it i don't understand but it cracks me up and it's just like and he's there's that like, kind of humors i'm fine with uh, yeah it's just a little bit silly and i'm okay it was with like, it. yeah yeah the pie fight a little over maybe the it's i think it's because that's so specific and yeah. the pie fight was so like rah, rah, you know and like that like just one guy who's like yeah i just really want to get my blood pressure taken right now i just i really need to know i gotta do it and i like that it's still like reading his blood pressure as he's being attacked so the number's like like as he's being ripped apart i'm like movie you're ridiculous and there's so many uh motorcycle gang guts eating oh man i'm sure you looked away but it was glorious i just couldn't i will say that to tom savini i mean it is you know it's sort of like the faces are blue the blood can be a bit orangey sometimes, but like for guts, like just man is untouchable. Yeah. Like it's so gross. I don't know what he's pulling out of these people, but it's revolting. It's actual <laughs> pig guts, I'm sure. Yeah. And then the, they're like extras, put them in your mouth. Extras, by the way, 20 bucks, mm. box lunch. Nice. Dawn of the Dead t-shirt. Huh. Okay. And you're, you're there all night, right? Oh, I'm sure. For multiple, multiple. If you're some, if you're the Hare Krishna guy, you're there for, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. All goddamn week. Um, so Steven starts it, but Peter has to finish it. Because goddamn Steven. So Steven gets trapped in an elevator, gets sort of torn apart. And Peter can hear it over the walkie-talkie. Yeah. And so like the elevator doors close. When they reopen later, Peter's super zombified. Um, you mean Steven? So, sorry. Steven is super zombified. His zombie walk is the fucking best. It's great. It's great. It reminded me a lot of um, Bill Pullman when he was doing his like, uh, you know, coming a serpent in the rainbow. Like, you know, I've been drugged kind of wobbly knee walk, yeah. which I so enjoyed. He's doing some ankle work. That, I don't like, know I don't what he's even, doing. I'm like, how are your ankles not broken? How are you walking that way? I, I, we, we see Steven as a zombie for a very short period of time yeah. but i could watch him be a zombie that whole movie he, he looks like his jaw was dislocated like it was like an inch too I don't far know that what way he's like doing with his face i don't it's know just, either yeah I'm like somebody worked fantastic. it out someone was doing some work in the apartment yeah. um before they showed up to set that day and we're like i got this thing i got it sorted yeah he um, came out and george morrow went 
Wow. <laughs> well done. That is the zombie walk um, I want. But again, sort of like Roger, where there's like a bit of him still in there, Stephen as a zombie finds the fake wall and smashes through it and leads all the zombies back up to where Fran and Peter are. Well done. And Peter's like, and Fran's like, sweet, let's go. I know how to fly a helicopter. We're out. Uh, and Peter's like, I'm not going. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go. I'm going to stay here. And she gives him the look like, you insane? No. But he's like, I'm done. I've had it. Um, and that part made my heart sink where I was like, no, Peter, you're doing yeah. so well. Don't do it. I mean, it's even like he's sitting there. He's watching the zombies court towards him. He's got the gun. The he's, gun's he, towards his head. Little gun. A tiny little gun. Little still going to do the job. And he's just waiting for the door. And he's got the gun up to yeah. his head. You're like, no, 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 no. And then decides at the split second instinct kicks in he's peter's like, no, badassery no. not going out this way so the gunshot that was meant for him he shoots this guy in the head and just shoves and starts face shoving zombies all the way back out of the skylight just as fran is taking off on the helicopter grabs the skid jumps in the helicopter and off they go and and asks her uh how much fuel do we have and she says not much and he says all right that's the end. Triumph of music. Movie. What a cool ending. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I really like that because I because this movie was so dark, especially with like the blood pressure guy and Steven getting it that you're like, this movie could fully go. Peter's going to shoot himself in the face. And I feel like if the if you as a filmmaker have taken the audience there where like your most badass character is just going to fully suicide at the end and you really believe it, it's pretty well done. Yeah. Like pretty good job. And um, I, I love that. I love that it's just hanging because where are they going to go? Who fucking knows? Yeah. And like she's going to have a baby and like uh-huh. assumedly he also knows how to deliver a baby. Let's assume that. I assume if you know how to abort one, you could also deliver, deliver one. one. So she maybe. Unless it's that. Maybe. I don't know. Unless it's like a fly yes, land no kind of thing. Like I don't know. Like if it is, then we'll find out. But um, but I'm assuming. Um, okay. So we have a, a gore factor. Yes. Number one, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Number two is a puddle of blood. Number three is enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four is a bathtub of blood. And five is run for the barf bag. It's got to be totally a five. So much that I didn't see. Run so much. for that barf this bag. This movie is gross. This it's movie a gross is movie. awesome. Um, Gore house. I mean, great, unite. but gross. Uh, movie rating, zero to five chainsaws. One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four is not too shabby. And five is fantastical. Because there were whole chunks that I missed, and it's so gross, I can barely keep my food down. I went four and a half. I got to go five. Yeah, I this is like a perfect film. Yeah. I think zombie films, because Night of the Living Dead and Night and and this one maybe are equal in my head, like as like the best ever made. Oh, okay. Because they're both so iconic, mm-hmm. and I mean not to short Day, day of the Dead either, because mm-hmm. it's also excellent. But I feel like these two are so slam dunk. Yeah, like. High fights aside, yeah, I can't. I, really I think there's little bits like that too that also I think is docks the half because I find night scarier. Um, even though this one I think is grosser, but it's probably the color black and white kind of thing. But it's um, it's getting like the as I said, like the getting deeper into the characters of agreed. like that's what this movie is. Agreed. It's like, and you make everybody happy because you have the character stuff for those people and you have the gore stuff yeah. for other people. So it's like everybody wins. Yeah, and also there's like of our four characters, like no one's like just blanket hero yeah like ever they're all so flawed and they show their flaws early on and yet you're 100 percent like even roger where you're like this guy's just both like no you really want roger to come out like mm-hmm. he doesn't but you really want him to mm-hmm. um and i think that's the hallmark of a good horror film as well uh so if you haven't seen dawn of the dead do it what are you doing watch this film <laughs> watch them just don't be eating as you you're know watching it. no well, probably yeah, no. probably so, so not. Safe, they do eat uh, fondue in this movie which makes me happy though 
okay. they like worked to like bring up an entire fondue set <laughs> up into that little apartment. I would never watch fondue while eating this movie, though. I feel like that would make you so sick. <laughs> oh, yeah, that might. Especially if you put some red food coloring in there. <laughs> Halloween's um, coming up. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, so next week, we're going to go in a totally different direction. Totally different. Uh, to a movie made in 1944. Which is the earliest that we've ever gone, right? I believe so. Is that accurate? Tell us if we're wrong, Internet, but I believe that is. Uh, um, we're doing The un- Uninvited. Um, we're going ghosts. Marion loves ghosts. ghosts. I do love ghosts. Gothic ghosts. I'm very excited about ghosts. Black and white ghosts. That's Marion's favorite. Um, so we're doing it, and I'm very excited, and you'll find out more about it next week. See you then. Bye, guys. Bye. And find us online. Oh, Actually, yeah. All the things. You already, <laughs> are you already cut? Good. No, you didn't cut? It's too late. He's he's making, saying, oh, no, it's not kidding. I can still gestures. talk. I, I don't understand what I'm saying. I say you guys should find us on the internet if you haven't already. Don't you, grab the microphone. I'm sorry. It's, it went like this. It literally the whole thing, the whole show. It's been like, it's in my lap now, you guys. So I'm leaning over. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hi, sorry. I'm grabbing it anyway. Look. Um, anyway, you guys follow us on the internets. Um, you can find us at Horror Movie Survival Guide on Instagram. You can find us at We Are, the letter R, Into Survival um, on Twitter. Um, we'd love to talk with you guys about movies, so shoot us little messages and all that kind of good stuff. Um, I did just do an Instagram story live while we were, do- while we were doing a little bit of that oh, podcast. Nice. Oh. Just a little. Don't worry. <laughs> I didn't go too crazy. <laughs> I put it in black and white because I know you will love it. So check us out on Instagram. Maybe we'll pop up with some stories over the Halloween season as we're out and about town. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to some haunted horror things. Check it out. Bye. Thanks, guys.